Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the podcast for the recently deceased. I am Rodney Godek. And I'm Nate Roberts. How we doing? I am doing excellent, Nate. Uh, tonight, we are convening our council to discuss the new feature film, Renfield. Written uh, by Ryan Ridley and Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman, obviously, of uh, The Walking Dead fame. Directed by Chris McKay of Lego Batman fame. Starring Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Cage, and Aquafina. Aquafina. Uh, also Ben Schwartz. Schwartz or Schwartzman? Schwartz. It's funny, I wanted to put him in on the end there. Uh, Seems yeah. cuter. All right, Renfield. Dracula's henchman, an inmate at the Lunatic Asylum for Decades, uh, longs for a life away from the Count, his various demands, and all of the bloodshed that comes with them. So what can I say about Renfield uh, to start us off tonight, Nate? Um, Renfield is a, a nice palate cleanser of a movie considering the year that 2023 has been thus far. I think that people might argue that this was ill-timed of when it was released. Maybe it would be more appropriate during a spooky season uh, in the fall. That's fair. However, because this year has been such garbage, I think that this is a shining beacon of a movie for the year thus far and a reason to still hang in there for the genre. I think that it's fighting for it. Uh, it is not without faults. Uh, the star of this is Nick Cage. Um, alongside Nick Cage and what he does, uh, you can also say thank you to insanely over-the-top gore and effects and fight sequences. You can say thank you to a good bit of comedic timing and dialogue and writing that occurs through the film. Um, nice early on uh, throwback homage to Bela Lugosi uh, and the original Dracula movies that they kind of recreate in black and white uh, as characters. And uh, all of those things are in working in, in tandem together to kind of make a, a serviceable movie that's, shines in many ways and but is hampered by a few things that make it uh fall short of greatness really could have been it has all the bones and structure to be great plenty to enjoy for horror and or action it has plenty of horror elements uh so for renfield i am landing at a six out of ten for a uh a year such as this uh what are we uh almost done with our fourth month um mm. and and horror has, has you know we keep bringing it up it's 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 no secret that um the horror movies this year are are pretty bad um bad to middling and um mm -hmm. we have to be thankful for a movie like renfield uh at, because it seems like uh, the horror comedies, um, and don't get me wrong, this is a comedy, uh, action comedy horror, um, right? Uh, they're they're taking it right now. They're doing their work. Uh, between Renfield, oh. Cocaine Bear, and Megan, probably the best three movies in the genre uh, this year. Uh, it's okay. I'm going to edit it out Bear and Post. No, no uh, mention. <laughs> Uh, Go on. <laughs> so, with that being said, uh, we've got some good comedy. 
some good comedy, some good timing. Um, we have the um, the perpetual "I just smelled a fart" look uh, from Aquafina through almost the entire <laughs> film. <laughs> I, I love I love Aquafina. Um, but like but like you know how like uh, actors have like a look or like a thing that they always do in all their <clears throat> movies, no matter what. She has that. Her look is like the I just smelled a fart. And it wasn't me. It wasn't mine. Uh, look, um, the gore is over the top. Excellent. I, I normally I bitch and complain about um, CG all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in this case. It was used so well. Um, you know, unapologetically over the top, and yeah. they all so so much so that they were obviously having fun with it. And that's where that's when you know, doing something like that with CG isn't like, isn't like, oh, it's so fake, it's, oh, it's so blah, it's not supposed to be real. You know, this this instance, we like the absurdity, and yes. it's almost, it's almost, com- it's, gore, it's gore comedy. It's, it's like comically gore. over yeah. the top. Yeah. They're intentionally making it absurd, and they're aware, they're in on the joke. They're not yeah. living in realism and trying to make, like, the coolest, sickest blood effect. It's yeah. We know this is dumb. Have fun. Yes. Yeah. It's it's malignant level gratuity. Yes, yes, yes. exactly. Um a pretty decent story, um, overall. Like uh I like once again, like you said, um so Nicholas Holt is the prote- is the protagonist, but mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage is the star. He doesn't have as much <clears throat> screen time, but he steals the show. His his Nick Nick Cage style over the top performance of Dracula is excellent. Mm-hmm. Is excellent. Um, overall, just a fun movie. Uh, I would say you would be mistaken to uh, to pass on this one. I gave it a seven out of ten. Perfectly uh, acceptable rating. I, I'm. I'm right on board with you. And yeah, I, it's frustrating because I think a lot of people are cool on it and not feeling it. I believe currently uh, audiences obviously clearly like it. It's at an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, critics are at a six, uh, 59%. So I get that there's a rub. There's a conflict here. Uh, people, for some reason, I don't know. It's weird. It's like it's this big blockbustery type movie. Uh, and I don't know if it's that people want to dislike it or they don't want to have fun. But I think maybe it's just not hitting the right notes for some people. It's this the same. Maybe it has the same kind of phenomenon that we also felt with something like *Malignant*, where it's like people aren't in on the joke for some reason. They don't get that they can let their hair down and have fun. Yeah. I'm not sure. Then maybe that's what's going on here. And it's not as if I want to die on that hill, but that could be a little bit of what's going on. Um, it's just it's too bad that it didn't um, better use its its star and do something amazing because a lot of amazing things are happening. It's just, I think you said the story was, was decent or, or good. I think this, the story kind of like hampers it a bit. I think the story could have been changed as far as pacing, like oh. the events I'm fine with. It's, it's, it's a weird, dumb story and I'm okay with like what actually is occurring. It doesn't bother me. I just think that maybe if it would have just been retooled to give more time with uh, Renfield and Dracula, uh, as far as the setup, and him regaining his power 
and then like let that last act be he's now full power and those events happen quickly. Instead, this movie did like uh he fully gets power within like the first third. And then like second and third act are he's full power and now he's not in screen time. Now there's all the other stuff going on, all the noise with the, the Lobos gang and all that. Yeah. Which again, sidebar, creative and fun choice to have this Lobos gang have this wolf as their icon in this this traditional wolf horse vampire type mythos that exists in the horror genre. It's a fun background setting that makes it more fun. I don't know if you noticed, but the one uh, Mustang that they're driving, uh, the wolf that's on it is snorting a line of coke. Uh, like that's like right there. It's like snorting the coke. Really fun touch. Um, that's the only thing is like the pacing. It just is. It's it's off. The that first part where Nick Cage is is doing all of the. He's wearing all the makeup and uh, the effects, and he's talking to Renfield about what he's been doing or what he's got to do. And they're talking about the kind of uh, victims that he wants to come back to him. And the the, the yeah, busload of the cheerleaders, bus of cheerleaders and they yeah. talk about it's like, is it a woman thing? He's like, don't sexualize it. It can be any gender. Like <laughs> it's so Nick Cage over the top, and it's beautiful. I wish there was more of that. And I yeah. just feel like they shorted it a little bit. There's yeah. enough of it to enjoy, but they could have done more. Less Aquafina and Nicole. They're great, but just a little bit less. More Nick. Right. Uh, but also, also, I feel like Nick Holt was under underutilized. The guy's an, yeah. uh, an excellent actor. And yeah, okay, he was beast in those X Men prequel movies or whatever. So yeah, okay, he he, you can get him in a fight choreography scene, and he's sure. gonna he's gonna do it well. Um, but that's all he fucking did in the movie was fight. It's like I know like it's hilarious because he did like <laughs> the same thing that Beast did in those yeah, movies where he's, he's like, just like jumping, like, yeah, yeah. like and like, ripping people yeah. apart. Yeah, it's hilarious. But yeah, he could have done more. There was a throwaway line that I laughed at in the audience and i don't know for you how many people were in the theater mine i had there was maybe like a dozen people and there was a couple old biddies i'm like what are they doing in here this is a weird matinee that i saw it on sunday <laughs> but i was like there's an old lady in here what's going on um there's a throwaway line that i left at no one else left at uh where uh it's later on in the movie when aquafina is recovering from the escape he brought her back to his apartment and um he's like offering her snickerdoodles yeah and she's like uh He's like, which one do you want? She's like, uh, give me the one that doesn't look like shit. Doesn't look he's like, like shit. He's like, I don't know which one you think looks like shit. Like if he just says it honestly and earnestly, like, but like the timing of the way he says that, because you can picture like someone's looking for a cookie and you're looking at it, like they all look the same to you, but someone thinks one of them looks <laughs> awful, but you don't know. And he's vo vo vocalizing that yeah. sentiment. But the way it was written, it's throwaway in a lot of instances, but it's it's actually kind of. Uh, very clever and funny yeah. the way that it was done i laughed out loud yeah. and no one else seemed to get it in my theater i was kind of like come on guys that was hilarious yeah i didn't i didn't find myself laughing out loud too often um i definitely smiled a lot at some really decent one-liners uh throughout the yeah. film um you know and mostly from aquafina i feel like she's got really good timing good delivery and and you when you write aquafina i think you write for her like because she, she has a, a very like certain style or a cadence to to the way yes. she talks that you want to utilize that, um, and I think they did uh, very well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, so the quick premise, uh, if anyone that hasn't seen it, uh, you know, modern day uh, Renfield is Dracula's caretaker, and he's like, you know. He's the guy that's responsible for making sure they go from place to place whenever shit hits the fan and ultimately people try to kill them and you get a flashback. Recently, he almost got killed by some uh, vampire hunters, but Renfield saved him. 
And uh, so now they had to, they find themselves in present day New Orleans and Renfield is regaining his strength. And Nicole has to, Renfield's bringing them, Dracula's regaining his strength. Renfield's bringing him bodies to do that. And uh, they find themselves wrapped up uh, inadvertently in a drug cartel type thing in New Orleans. And so there's a random background story. Uh, but Renfield is learning through a support group that he needs to separate himself from his uh, his codependency of taking care of, of Dracula. And so it's his journey to try to do that. Uh, and things go south and sideways. And ultimately, there's a final showdown. And uh, he overcomes his demons and... and uh, dispatches Dracula uh, to uh, great effect. So uh, it's a fun story. It's neat. There's a lot of noise and random shit that happens that's unnecessary. Like I said, there's a lot of the whole thing with the gang. It's a weird premise. It's fine, but like it's it, you could have used less of it to do more of Renfield and Dracula. Yeah. Uh, so it's fine, but I just it was a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. We also could have, you know, like I get the rom com. Uh, Sure. side of it where renfield is the is the redeeming character who doesn't want to be evil anymore um but man like nick holt nick cage like you could have had a fucking like buddy cop style dracula and like goofy sidekick kind of thing going on for mm -hmm. like for like the first third like act one could have you know or even like yeah just stretch it out into the yeah. second act and more before he gets his full power because they did it for the first third whenever they're talking about the victims that night of what he wants it was hilarious yeah yeah because like with dracula not at full power like like you could have thrown him in the passenger seat of a car like like dracula is the foil in in that buddy cop mm -hmm. uh they're that buddy comedy scenario and and nick holt is the straight man and you could have had, you know, a good like half hour of like hijinks, like <laughs> where they're like trying to get him like, you know, innocent victims and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Scoping him out or talking about him or what yeah. he wants and like his weird tastes and then like interacting with different characters or things and just funny quips. There's even a scene because uh, you saw. Did you see the unbearable way to massive talent? I didn't see that yet. Well, you remember that you've seen the trailer where he's like, Nicholas fucking whoo cage like and he does the woo like yeah. he does the woo in this movie yeah. he's like talking as dracula and he's like whoo <laughs> and he like says something else i'm like it's just the cage it's this a, is yeah. awesome it's so yeah. perfect <laughs> I, I i love the accent he did because it wasn't like quite uh it wasn't like quite english or quite italian it was kind of <laughs> somewhere in the middle and yeah definitely and it's not just him. romanian <laughs> Like, it's uh, just perfect uh, yeah, I loved to it. have him in the <laughs> casting. And it's what saves the movie because if it wasn't him, it wouldn't be anywhere near as good. It probably wouldn't work in a lot of ways. Uh, right. And it's underutilized it. So, um, but super enjoyable. Uh, the action scenes, it, dude, some of the, the gore and the over the top, the, throwing someone's arm as the, a javelin. The arm, the arm spears were so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Aquafina pulls one out of the wall and starts attacking with it. Like, like <laughs> yeah. you know, you've seen, you know, you've seen super, supernatural people attack people with body parts before, but never just, you know, your, your average everyday beat cop pulls an arm yeah, out of the wall i, I want to say it. that that's a lot of the that's a lot of chris mckay as the director coming through and utilizing all the absurd robot chicken stuff that he was also a part of before right. that to kind of be like yeah we can do anything you know so yeah. let's just have fun and do anything and make it uh just wacky uh, <laughs> i love the scene where he um so it's before the werewolf fight in the in the bar right mm -hmm. where where 
he's we've seen him go to like i think two meetings at this point mm-hmm. and you know that like yeah okay it's it's a they call it they call him a codependent so he's like going to these they're similar to aa meetings but it's it's like an addiction right Mm -hmm. and so you know he's like trying to kick this addiction of dracula and and you haven't seen him feed dracula in a while and he looks over and there's a group of nuns and then he looks outside (laughs) and the bus of cheerleaders drives by but then all the cheerleaders get off the bus and come into the bar for some reason and he's like he's like like a fucking heroin addict and his drug dealer just walks into the room he's like like he's like Like, exactly what he asked for is lining (laughs) up i can do everything that he wanted right now right so easily and or, so he's just like, oh, fine, like, I guess I, I will. I got to get out of here. Form ready. Right, right. Oh, my yeah, God. Oh, yeah, he does and dude, in. the ska stuff. Oh, the ska jokes. <laughs> like, the they ska went jokes. literally joke after joke after joke about <laughs> ska. And I'm like, I'm dying because, like, I get it. Like, yeah. I love ska. And she's like, <laughs> the ska jokes like, are so Isn't absurd. That that's 90% horns. And she's like. Uh, that's an oversimplification of the such and such, and it's like, a... oh my god, listen to me, because it's <laughs> Who him. Am I? She, it's her boyfriend that had love ska. And uh, oh my god, that was wonderful. And then they get to the place, and uh, you hear the ska music, and they're listening to, it and he's trying. <laughs> we think he's there to get the drugs back, and then the power goes out, and one guy's like, "I was getting to the best part." <laughs> it was just like they went hard on this dumb random joke. And it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was very, very funny. Like a random thing you would never. You who writes that? Like it just comes out of nowhere. It doesn't really make sense, but it's super funny with the way that it was written, the way that it was delivered, uh, the way that it was edited. Uh, wonderful touch. And that happens early on in the movie. It makes like the parts where they meander in that second into the third act. It makes those where you sit through them because you know how wonderful it was. And then you get the big fight scene with the arm spears, and like it keeps you, it keeps you strapped in and having fun. But it just was a little bit you – know, that's been our whole thing in the past couple, several episodes. There's a lot of unevenness with some of these films. They're so close. Some of them can't are closer than others, but there's an unevenness to them that stops it from being perfect. Um, and, this, and that's what this one has. But, man, some of those jokes, it was so enjoyable. Like, And yeah. I was I, smiling and, and just giggling like a little girl with all the ska stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> I yeah. I'm glad I, I remember that. I actually did. I yeah. I, I forgot that I laughed out loud for the Scott jokes. <laughs> it was great. They were uh... like absurd. Like it was so just silly that they were even in the movie. And so yes. I was like, so I was like surprised laughing, but also like that was a really well written joke laughing. Yes. Uh... <laughs> yes. Exactly. It it was uh, came out of nowhere. Um, I thought that I recognized the uh, Ben Schwartz's mother. I thought I recognized her from somewhere, but I looked at her IMDb credits. And I don't recognize her from anything. I don't oh, believe. Really? Um, oh, she's uh, in a ton of stuff. Sheree Agdaslo. Uh, apparently, she was the voice of uh, uh, Gozer in um, the recent Ghostbusters. Okay. Uh, but she's been in other things. I could have sworn that she was like some other she important was, person. She was the. She was. She was in the Punisher. She asked. She was uh, what's his name's wife? John Travolta's wife, in the Punisher. John Travolta. Oh, the series. Yeah. She, oh, I was thinking of the movie. Wasn't she? Oh, she wasn't in that. In John Travolta. Yeah, the first Punisher. Was he the first Punisher? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who was she in this Punisher? 
I think she was someone in the agency or something. Oh, right. And she was in X-Men The Last Stand. I remember that now. Yeah, that's remember yeah. I'm picturing her. She's in 24. It was she's famous. And I was like, she's yeah. a great person for this role. She has that like I've smoked my entire life voice. Voice. Uh, yeah. but it's perfect. <laughs> and so uh that's why she's playing the voice of Gozer, obviously, this evil yeah. uh Ghostbusters character. Uh, she was really well cast because she seemed like this, uh, you know, this uh, this drug lord boss in a in a good kind of selling way. Uh, the cop stuff was kind of dumb. Fuck you, Kyle. That was entertaining. Uh, fuck you, Kyle. Was okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 the only way that it worked was that they did it as often as they did it. Right. Um, but it was a bit over the top too. Um, eh, for for what it is. Yep. Uh, overall, uh, definitely check it out. Go see it while it's still in theater. Get those numbers up there so we can yes. keep getting of some good horror movies, hopefully. Yeah. If I'm looking, if I'm making a list of movies that you should definitely see this year, it really is Megan, Scream, and Renfield. Uh, there might be another one in there, but if I'm doing top five so far, they're all, those three are definitely up there. Yeah. Um, Megan, Scream, so, Renfield, Cocaine Bear. Again, reminder. <laughs> edit that um i'm gonna redo the list and put cocaine around the middle so you can't take it out <laughs> i'll cl- hey i've been practicing just cutting shit i've cut a lot of stuff just because i sound stupid right, or i make ready? a mistake scream six <laughs> cocaine bear uh <laughs> renfield <laughs> all right i, know. I gave it a seven I it. yeah i gave renfield a six so for episode 12 of the podcast for the recent deceased, I'm Rodney Godek. And I'm Nate Roberts. Take care. And we'll see you next time.